Hello and welcome back to the Spook House. After a long delay um, of just being sick as shit for, oh, over a week, um, we are back and I am feeling better. But we're about to feel... Even though you were just hacking up uh, some phlegm five seconds before that. Yeah, I still have like some residual shit going on, but I got my... I got my green tea um, right here. Ginseng and tonic. With some lemon juice in it. So we're going to we're gonna watch Scream 6 today. We haven't... I don't know if we've ever done a watch along. I don't think we no, have. No, not together. All right, well... We've never, we've never done that. Uh, we watch movies together, but we haven't watched movies together on the internet. All right, well... I haven't watched this since I saw it twice in theaters and um yeah let's uh just go ahead and get on into it because Doug yeah, has I saw it three times in the theater and I am not ready to watch it a fourth time <laughs> well we're about to so um, I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and jump on into it. So we have the movie pulled up. We have it paused at zero zero. If you want to watch along at home or if you're listening to this, we'll kind of fill you in along the way. But I do have a camera here pointed at my TV. If you want to kind of watch along through this and do it that way. But it's not the best quality, but, you know, it gives you an idea what we're watching. So it'll be like you're in the room with us. Yeah, there you go. All right, Doug, are you ready? Let's hit this shit, partner. Okay. When I say we're going to do three, two, one, go. When I say go, you hit play. I'm hitting All it. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay, got it. All right. And it's good that you have the camera up on your screen because I can kind of match it up. Oh yeah, it's per it's perfect. Look at that. Good. Going at the same exact time. Great. Good. Hopefully we don't have any uh technical difficulties here. Uh, and you just cursed us. <sighs> so how did you end up watching this three times? <laughs> well, uh during Monster Mania, it came out that weekend uh of the con, so um, we went to go see it because, you know, we needed to talk about it. We needed to review it. And I do like seeing movies opening weekend with a crowd. Yeah. Uh, the atmosphere is there and I just don't want a spoiler. So I saw it opening weekend. Um, the second time I saw it, I don't even no, no, no. The first time I saw it was the night before monster mania All right. uh, with Steve. Cause I didn't want any spoilers at the con. All right. And then I saw it at the, during the con, and then I saw it with uh, a friend who I work with. Uh, she didn't. Uh, she wanted to see it, and I said, "Fuck it, I'll go." All right, so three times. You saw it twice. I saw it twice, and we got uh, what's her name? Samara Samara Weaving. Weaving, who I think doesn't get the roles that she really deserves. I mean, I know her from. Uh, what was it called? Ready or not? Re Ready or not? Yeah. Uh, she was good in Mayhem. That movie with Steven Yen. Uh, really fun, violent movie. Never like, saw she, it. She's kind of like the broke, the broke man's Margot Robbie. I was, <laughs> I was thinking like 
Well, that would be a little disrespectful to say. I'm not going to say that, but I was thinking that. I'm I'm glad to put it out in the ether. She's kind of like great value Margot Robbie. Yeah, like dollar bin Margot Robbie. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I mean, I I wish she would get better roles because she's better. She's better than you know, Ready or Not. She could be like a really good final girl. She already proved that in Ready or Not, but like we need her in better with better writing. Yeah, well, I guess they went with her for this opening because they wanted like a star to kick it off with a bang. A lot of people you know like what? this opening. I hear a lot of people say like, hey man, that you say what you will, but this opening, watch oh, out. Just this, this hack dialogue of, oh, I teach a horror writing class. Well, uh. but like it's kind of they kind of like played their hand here because if you cast a a big bigger actress like samara weaving and they're you know they're going in the same path as the scream movies everyone knows she's gonna die it's not really a secret like everyone's like waiting for it like it wasn't really uh unpredictable yeah I really should have put subtitles on this so I could see so I could catch more of this epic dialogue. But uh <laughs> why'd you put subtitles on? It's on your TV, you got the remote? <sighs> Couldn't figure out how. I'm a fucking boomer over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the thir- the thirty four year old has to explain to the thirty six year old how to work technology. <laughs> uh it's a little, a little box at the top, at least that's what I'm seeing. But I don't know sometimes with Netflix. If you put on the subtitles during the movie, it like stops the movie. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. You can put it louder. Well, you put your subtitles on. How about that? My subtitles are on. Oh, okay. So you you just fill me in if I <laughs> if I miss something amazing here. Yeah, you definitely won't. <laughs> on the mean streets of Canada. You know, I, I will. <laughs> yeah, definitely doesn't look like uh, California or whatever. Well, it's supposed to be New York, but oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, Doug. I've seen this three times. They, I still don't get this. One takes place in New York. If you didn't know, <laughs> where are they at? Really Idaho. Like <laughs> I think I went up in Maine one time and saw the exact same strip. <laughs> okay, what uh, what person is just gonna walk down a dark alley? Like, where are you? I don't. I don't see that's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> It would have been, I think it would have been cooler if they subverted it because like people are so much smarter nowadays and like the dude just stabbed her in like public. Like, oh, you're not going to come in the alley. Fuck you. I'm going to stab you anyway. Whether you walk in here or not. Well, she walks down there. Yep, she does. She really wants to go on this date. Yeah. The desperation is emanating off of her skin. If you couldn't tell from that horrible dress. (laughs) (laughs) i think she looks good it kind of looks like a banana but (laughs) well consider me donkey kong baby (laughs) 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 the eyes bulging out (laughs) smack yourself over the head with a hammer (laughs) your tongue just rolls out We should have watched The Mask instead. Hey, here we go. First kill of the movie right here. 
By the way, I was never a, a huge fan of the mask. I think we've talked about this before, but that's insane. Even at, that's why we need to rewatch it. Even as a young kid, I was like, I don't know this one. It's felt too wacky. I mean, it is very goofy. Now I see something red. Yeah. Get it? Because uh, blood is red. Ah, huh. wow. I never. Wow. Cl- Unbelievable. Clever. Ha ha. <laughs> clever. <laughs> that was humorous. Ha ha. <laughs> it's very robotic. <laughs> okay. So let me pose a question to you, Doug. I remember when I saw this for the first time, I was like, oh shit. Are they going to. Did they just do the killer reveal? And maybe they're going to go through the whole movie with the audience knowing who the killer is, but the characters don't in the moment. I would have been like, I was like, Oh, don't fucking do that. What are you doing? But looking back on it, I would, I would sort of applaud them for at least trying something different and taking a risk. Yeah. They took a lot of swings in this movie, but not the right swings. Uh, I know a lot of people, Love that, love that whole thing of like, oh wow, Ghostface took off the mask. You never see that, but like, I don't, it didn't impact me that much because like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Like, it's not like a big reveal. If it was like Stu or something like that, or like someone who the audience like knows and they're familiar with from the screen movies, then it would have been like an oh shit moment, but like, it's just a a nobody. And I'm not saying that Tony Revolori is a nobody, he's just not in the franchise. He's not. A character yet I'm in the in the movie constantly impressed by how you remember every jabroni that has an <laughs> acting credit you're like hey tony Ravolo- uh, ravioli or whatever <laughs> hey you never seen the fucking grand budapest hotel that's the guy uh i think i saw it when it came out but <laughs> I, I don't know i didn't i don't look up every actor and memorize their name i'm glad you do though <laughs> I I we balance each other. Out. I cover the movie dates. You cover the actor names. Yes, it's a good partnership. Autism on autism. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Already. <laughs> we'll skip that. Oh, the that fucking Ice Nine Kills stickers on the fridge and the last podcast on the left. Like, oh wow, can you be a little bit more subtle? Yeah. Yeah, like there was a spook house sticker on that fridge. The fuck, I could I could imagine they're thinking like, oh, the horror fans are gonna love this Ice yeah. Nine Kills. Put it right front and center on the fridge. We got them. We got them, guys. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that in this 40. movie. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, did you a psycho poster? Never seen that before. We get it. Oh, he's a horror fan. A psycho poster. These directors know what they're talking about. I like this. Is movie. he going to watch Night of the Living Dead too? <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's the the classic uh scream voice. His name Roger Jackson. His name wouldn't happen to be Steve, would it? How do you know that? <laughs> Turn on your porch lights. <laughs> I'll watch scary movie right now. <laughs> oh, that was for the original scream. Oh, I was, I was thinking of scary movie. 
He's big and he's black and he'll beat your ass. <laughs> he's black and he'll kick your ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a classic movie. Uh, I, I do appreciate that he's watching uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, though. Yeah. I guess. Sure. <laughs> I would kind of rather just watch Jason Takes Manhattan because it's not. This movie's over two hours long, by the way. Two hours and two minutes. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, a little, a little long. But like. There's nothing ominous about like, I don't know, maybe that's why people enjoy it, because like it's just some college kid. But, like, there's no, like, mystery or, like, there's no, like, feeling of dread. He just goes back to watching a movie and he's like, oh, yeah, fuck her. I just killed her. Yeah. Like, he didn't, like, it's not, like, really taking a toll on him. But if you're, like, a cold killer, then, you know, you don't have any emotions. But, like, he's just, like, a normal fucking guy. Yeah, I guess they get points for attempting something different with the intro but i don't know yes nothing (laughs) nothing about this movie grips me in any way it's just there no it's not really engaging and like you just don't i don't know you don't care about the characters to me like it's so hard to care i mean the chemistry is great between the characters but like i they don't give you enough to actually, and especially with like them having not making any stakes in this movie, mm-hmm. really, it's kind of hard to care. Well, I'm like, all right, the game of cat and mouse. Well, in this, I know um, a lot of people really love this movie, and um, hey, that's cool. We're not big fans of it, so we're gonna try to explore why and figure that out. I mean, I, I yeah. think we know why, but. <laughs> hey, if you're listening, we appreciate it. And uh, hey, if you love this movie, you know, these are just our... We don't fault you for These it. are just our dumb opinions. Yeah, you like what you like. We all have opinions. We all have different perspectives. We all have different tastes. I just happen to think this is a soulless product of a movie. Yeah, I uh, tend to agree with you. Just a kind of a big cash grab. Oh, man, he's going to mess up his Ice Nine Kills magnet. Oh, how dare you? You're going to have to go to Spencer's and get another one. <laughs> Welcome to Horror World. And also, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Never want to hear that again. Wait, what did he just say there? What did Tony Ravioli say? Uh, but we have to finish the movie. Oh, yeah, because that's what you would say as you just got stabbed. 20, really makes sense. 20 fucking yeah. times. See, this is where... This is a reason why I don't like these movies. The again, the horror comedy, the zingers, the term horror, the zinger, the zinger. I still it's the prefer zinger. the Babadook. It's just not funny. Like these writers think they're clever and funny, and they're not. Well, and it's not At realistic either. No, and the great thing about like the Scream movies, it took it. It, it was a social commentary on horror movies and stuff like that, but it was like. There were stakes. It was serious. Like once the killing and the action started, it was 
okay, turn that off. It's serious now. Yeah. yeah. Like there were no like there wasn't a serious moment. It's almost like again, I'm gonna equate it to like a Marvel movie. When they do this, when it's something serious happens, I hate when they undercut something with a joke. Right. Like it just takes the air out of everything. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right, so now we got Melissa Barrera trying to MB. cope with the fact that she can't act. Maybe that's why she's in a therapy session. Hey, hey, no. hey. Uh, she does a lot better in this movie, okay? She did she did no, she did better in the, she's not the problem with this movie. No. But again, just like her being the main folk, I again, it would have been cool if they explored the downward spiral of this character. But just the ah, uh, that just the dialogue is just ugh. I don't know. I didn't think she was. Uh, I think she she does okay. As um, <laughs> it's just I'm, you know I'm, I'm not. It's just the dialogue. The dialogue is just so like on the surface and like straight up. Like there's no nuance to it at all. Yeah. Like okay, thank you for recapping Scream Five. You don't have to say all this stuff. Do you think John Carpenter gives a single fuck? That they their last names are Carpenter as some sort of tribute. He probably he doesn't even give a fuck I, about the Halloween. Movies. I bet he doesn't even know. <laughs> no, guaranteed he doesn't. He's so like out of the loop, purposefully. They're like, hey John, uh, the new Scream movies. You know the the lead characters. Their last names are Carpenter. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if he gets a residual check for using the name, then yeah, he probably cares a little bit. He's like, yeah, did I get any money for that or what? <laughs> <laughs> like some someone wires some money to my bank account. But like just the whole fact, like the dismissive nature of the therapist after like she divulges by divulges like the information of like who she is and everything. It's just like again, unrealistic. Yeah. And hey, I just started uh I'm two sessions in with a therapist now. Hell yeah, baby! I'm excited. I'm excited that you're seeing one. Even though we talked about it off uh, off camera. Yeah, it's going well. So far, just kind of establishing some things. I gave her the greatest hits. <laughs> now that's what <laughs> I call the... trauma. <laughs> Who remembers? The, the <laughs> 80s hair metal version <laughs> of uh, that, that infomercial. With tracks like, My Mother Doesn't Love Me. Who remembers this track from 1998? Phil sure hasn't forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it still haunts him to this day. <laughs> Somehow this song is 34 years old. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's going well. Therapy is great. I don't like. Yeah, it's good. It's good for to... it, but you know, other than that, it's cool. Yeah, mental health is the most important thing. So if you gotta. You got to spend some money on yourself to improve your mindset. There's nothing wrong with that. Feel uh, every, I mean, I think I'm like uh, four sessions deep into mine or five, maybe Uh the reassurance feels very nice. Yeah. So I'm sure you'll see that once you get more strung along. I just want to know what she's writing down in her notebook when I'm talking. (laughs) 
she's like writing shit down. I want to be like, hey, we, what is that? <laughs> flip that bit, flip that journal around. You know what's funny is I've, I think I've already brought you up to my therapist. I was like, yeah, you know, like my friend Doug, we, you know, we do this podcast together. <laughs> I love him. You know, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I mentioned the podcast to my therapist too. I'm like, she's like, when, she's like, oh, what do you like to do for fun? I said a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm like, yeah, me and my friend Phil, we got this podcast. I told her about the California trip and everything like that. Nice. I'm like, oh yeah, my friends were really helping me on the escalators. <laughs> That's what we do, baby. I hate this actress. By the I way, I was just thinking that. Hey, Rumi. It's just like. With these characterizations, I think we talked about this in the last episode we did with Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving was compared to Scream somehow. Uh, it's like the characterizations in Scream, they're so like specifically individual. Uh huh. Like, this is just so like, oh, be a Gen Z person. I feel like this is how an older white man sees like how someone who is in that generation speaks and they're like, Hey bestie. Hey Rumi. Yeah. I fuck a lot of guys. Like that's what they think. So they write it that way. Yeah. Like everyone's just kind of very generic. Somebody dresses when generic is a good word for uh, this movie. All right. Now we are at the party scene. Where's Cuba Gooding Jr. son at? Wait, is that Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son? Yeah. Oh, shit. You didn't know that? Oh, that makes sense. Mason Gooding. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Didn't know that. Little nep- Nepa baby action going Nepotiz. on. Hey, do you know who else is a Nepa baby? Who's that? Um, Christopher Landon. His dad was like a famous uh, actor. I think he was a director as well. And he has oh. like a few brothers who are also directors. So that whole family is just, you know. Well, he got the short end of the stick. I don't know what his relatives uh, directed, but I'm sure it's not as bad as this. No, if he directed this, there would have been a time travel plot. <laughs> don't say that out loud they're still listening Ghostface travels back to 1996 to per- to past Woodsboro days to change the future of what happens in New York you know, when Nev Campbell isn't even born yet see and Jenna Ortega is so fucking good for this movie she just you would just tell by the way she interacts with everyone and she like plays she's just like so in tune she's good but i kind of felt like she's just sort of here in this movie like i remember the two times i watched this before i was like i mean she's not bad but she doesn't really shine in this role i can't point to you know like a no i mean the script really doesn't let her like take the wheel at any point like she's really not like a main Uh character which is kind of a downfall for this movie Hey, here's a question. Um, Mason Gooding dressed as a cowboy. or Okay, anyways. Um, has Jenna Ortega really proved herself 
Like, she's really good, but she needs that breakout role where she can spread her wings a bit more and kind of break out of this goth, angsty teenager, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I think the role, I think the roles will come because of what she's done already. Yeah, and she's also still uh, really young. She's 21. Yeah. So. I mean, she's just getting better and better with every role, at least from what I see. I mean, she really, you could tell when she speaks in like interviews, like she cares about the craft. She cares about getting better. She really like, even with no matter how small or big the role is, like she takes care in what she's doing. And that's why I think she's so good. Yeah. Uh, even in like X, she was great. This, she was a bright spot in the screen movies. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing her in that Paul Rudd, a 24 movie. Yeah. Same. Uh, I think if they, you know, obviously I think she's gonna get, yeah. Like what the fuck? She just tased him in the balls. All right. That's a little over the top, I guess. Uh, maybe be a little more expressive here, Melissa. Oh, I just, I just, uh, I, kn- I know we have to submit to like the, the TikTok generation, but like when everyone whips out their phones, it's just like, uh, it just takes me out of it. <laughs> I mean, Jen Ortega is good here. I, I do remember this scene. Like she's, she's like, I'm look, I'm just trying to. Trying to get dicked down. Get dicked down. Just let me. I mean, she's not. See, this is how you. This is how you act to me. Again, I'm not a fucking actor, so I can't like. I'm not a critic either. But hey, this is our perspective. We have opinions. She's not like she could have overacted the shit out of that monologue. That little small monologue. Uh huh. That just seems real to me. That seems like how she. How anyone would react in that uh, situation? Yeah, and we'll get to Dermot Mulroney towards the end of the movie. That's overacting. Yeah, and maybe um, it's because I really wish I had the subtitles on, but I, I can't hear <laughs> what's going on because I don't want any crossover. But look at the range of expression on Jenna Ortega's face, and when it cuts back to our girl, who's just. Little uh Oh, I thought I was watching a freeze frame. I'm pretty sure they have like a still shot of her every time they every time they cut to Melissa Barrera. Right. Oh shit. Alright, she's got a little fight in her there. Her face her expression still didn't change though, even though she was she was angry. I'm trying to be nice, Doug. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to be truthful. <laughs> But again, she's not the problem with this movie. She did fine. She did a fine job. Yeah, Better did, than Scream 5. She did fine. Can't wait to see the uh, Beauty and the Beast type of movie she's going to be in. Horror yeah. comedy. Yep, horror comedy. Really can't get enough of those. No shortage of that. Maybe that'll have a time travel plot. We need more of those. Really haven't seen one in a while. Actually, ever. Yeah. 
by the same person. Same team, just can't think. They saw Avengers Endgame once, and they are like, wow, let's put knives in this. And I did like, uh, you know, I will say I did like this moment. Uh, I think the chemistry between Jenna Ortega and Mason Gooding is really good. I, I like this. Yeah, same. They're uh, they're a cute couple. Yeah, they look good together. They have a history together. I think Mason Gooding is a really good actor, too. I, I just think the script just doesn't let him. It's just too, again, on the surface, on the nose. No layer, really. Well, I'm curious to see if him and um, Jasmine Savoy Brown. Is that her name? Wow, you blacked out for a uh, second and got the right oh name. Oh my god, it was like an old school Will Ferrell just like <laughs> starts rambling. He's like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> I'm curious to see if those two are going to come back for Scream 7. Because apparently they, this might not mean a whole lot, but they did unfollow like everything related to Paramount on Instagram and everything. And oh, look at look at you being the insider with the scoops. And, and they were liking Melissa Barrera's post about not silencing herself, and so who knows? Yeah, I think they're gonna stand with her. I don't think they're gonna. I think they're. I think that caused a huge rift. Huge, big time. So huge. <laughs> so huge. Five capital U's. Somebody get my huge ladder. I need to <laughs> I need to climb across to the other building. I need to do the gutters that a maintenance man usually does. Never never met a maintenance man like this. The best maintenance man in New York City. Oh, I can't wait for that part. I can. Hey, the Spookies are coming up. This this will get nominated a whole lot. The Convenience Factor Award, yes. <laughs> the ladder yeah, from Scream Six, <laughs> sponsored by Home Depot. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about. I feel like a lot guy. of scenes are just unnecessary in this movie. Yeah, there is a lot of filler in this. Well, some would call it character development. Um, all right, I do. I do like uh, this guy. Yeah, he's the, good. The neighbor, he was a good addition. I, uh, yeah, I like that. It wasn't like the <laughs> typical like boyfriend who turns to the dark side or whatever. It just, I, I don't. It's a weird thing that she has to like hide the relationship. Uh, that like doesn't really hit for me. Again, an unnecessary plot I, point. I remember when we reviewed this. I, for some reason, had this theory that if they brought Stu back in Scream Seven, <clears throat> it was going to turn out that like this guy was somehow connected to Stu on the inside because he mm. kind of gives off these. I have a dark history vibe. Like maybe, hey, I've killed some people. <laughs> yeah, he he definitely seems like he has a little bit of an edge to him. If they were even going that route, I don't think they're doing it anymore. 
Oh, you know they're calling up Matthew Lillard after all this shit went down. They're like, look. They are begging him to come back. I think everyone should just say no. Yeah, is that an option? Just like, hey. Yeah, let's just not do this. Let's just not make this movie. Scream 6 ended on, it didn't end on a cliffhanger. No, they. It was a pretty final ending. Walk off into the sunset after getting stabbed multiple times. Like, it was a happy ending. Yep, they dropped the ghost face mask on the ground, which. They walk right past the ambulance that's just sitting there. Like, hey, do you need us to address those deep stab wounds that probably cut (laughs) some arteries? Nah, it's fine. I got my arm in a sling. I'm good. (laughs) I got some band-aids. It's fine. We got some urgent cares if we're feeling a little weird after this. Core fucking four, dude. Core fucking four. Man, Jen Ortega's feisty in this one. She is. She's growing into an adult. You might have to fill me in on some of this dialogue. Uh, right now, the phone's ringing. <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> That's not dialogue. <laughs> Dude, I, I should just act it out for you. I'm watching the movie, too. <laughs> Sam, my dad wants to talk to you. Hey, Sam. Mr. Bailey, hi. <laughs> I was actually just about to call you. All right, somehow Dermot Mulroney sucked enough dick to get this part. Because now I He's a he's a top contender for the Melissa Barrera award this year at the Spookies. I got to say I I don't think he's is bum. <laughs> I don't think he's a fucking Keep watching, bum. Bill. I think I think you forgot. I think you forgot. You're right. How we act. Also, this makes sense because like it is his father, so like he would have possession of his phone. Yeah, but to um I don't know, man. For this to be the sixth movie to have it be like, oh, they're related to the the killer from Scream Five, it was just so weak. Oh, they're pretty much copying Scream Two. Yeah, I mean this is pretty much a, a remake of Scream Two. Again, the writers did not have any original ideas, really. And apparently at that party, somebody mentions like, oh, are you are you in Omega Beta Zeta? That's like the same frat from Scream 2 or sorority as if that's. Oh, OK. Huh, get it. I didn't catch that. That makes this movie good because there's a callback, huh? Yeah, just keep on keep on uh, referencing the better movies. Hey, you want a piece of me? 
Also, like fast stabbings has now become like the new norm, and it's like not original anymore. Hmm. I like Ghostface with the with the shoddy though. I thought I thought that was a cool uh, framed scene. Yeah, I mean, this is all it's all shot well. There's some good action here. Blah. Like that's pretty dope. But also, being that there's like three killers in this movie, like, who do you think that is? Like, do you think Quinn is, like, manhandling these fucking people? I'm guessing that's, uh, well, it can't be Dermot Maroney. Oh, it's gotta be other guy. There's the, the other kid. Yeah, I forgot there's three goddamn killers in this movie. <laughs> but he's also, like, a scrawny college kid. I just don't buy him, like, beating the shit out of these bigger guys. Well. From, like, a weight perspective. Yeah, I mean, that's every Scream movie, though. Like Scream Two, you really think Debbie Salt would be <laughs> picking up motherfuckers and throwing them off of houses and stuff? No, <laughs> that is true. She would have been like five two in that cute third eye blind. <laughs> Wish you would step back from that <laughs> ledge, my friend. Break the loneliness. Ooh. What do you think about this new mask? I was just about to ask you that. Um, I guess you could say it's uh, it took a page out of Halloween 2018's book. I was just gonna say that. We're on the same page. It's like all cracked and weathered. Looks cooler this way uh, than Halloween did it, I think. <laughs> Nah, that mask from 2018, that shit is... Whack. Huh? (laughs) You're fucking tripping. That's a beautiful mask. Say what you will about the the new Halloween trilogy, but all the masks are fucking gorgeous. I'll I'll let you have that one. I'll take it. (laughs) Bum. Officer Bum. I I hate this guy. <laughs> he's pl- he's just playing it so like be a hard-nosed cop. And he's doing everything typical in the book. It's like a bad CSI episode. I heard they're trying to bring back Patrick Dempsey for Scream Yeah. Seven. Yeah, did hear that. I don't think it's happening. Isn't this movie's falling apart? Isn't his name uh, Detective Kincaid? That sounds right. Here's a question: Have you ever met anybody named Kincaid, or is that all first name or last Uh, name? Both, either. (laughs) Um, I I don't think so. Maybe last name, but definitely not first. It's always like. The detective name. There's always like, yeah, uh, like Detective Kincaid, Detective Jones. I've never Very... met Bob Kincaid in real life or <laughs> anybody. 
<laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of Kincaids out there. I think the legacy of that name has died with policemen. Yeah, if I met somebody, I'd be like, oh, uh, how long have you been a cop? <laughs> <laughs> Are you undercover or what's going on? Detective Kincaid. FBI, get out of the ground. What's this asshole's name? Uh, Dermot Mulroney? Yeah. What's his name? Oh, like in the movie? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My phone is pointed at the TV. I can't look it up. All right, let's see. Oh, his facial expressions are just so like on the no. Uh, oh, here's the big reveal. Hold that, hold that point, Doug. Ah, oh, the chair turnaround. Oh, yes, the chair turnaround with the zoom in. <laughs> We've been expecting you to take this. Is Detective Ketamine? I'll be sleepwalking through this whole movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What's Ooh. his dumb name? <laughs> People already know our thoughts about this movie. <laughs> oh, Detective Bailey. That's his name. So, yeah. Of course, we got a... Uh, I can never say her fucking last name right. Hayden Pantier. Pantier. <laughs> I'll just let you keep trying for the rest of the duration of the movie. Hayden P. Um, Hayden Pantyhose. Yeah, whatever. Hayden Panettiere. Hayden Pantera. Hayden Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. Screw. It's disrespectful, including her in this movie, because they shoehorned her in. Yeah, I mean, look, she was fine in Scream Four. Um. Was anybody like, God, I hope yes. they bring Kirby back. Ooh. There were, I couldn't tell you when they announced, and also it would have been great as a surprise, but they ruined it. And they, you know, they said that they casted her, or they like recasted her and she's going to be part of the Scream universe again. And everyone freaked out. And I didn't know that she was that beloved as a character. Like you said, she, I liked her in Scream 4. She was cool. She was the good comic relief. Uh, the character worked in that movie, but like I didn't really see a need to bring her back into the fold just for the step. Wow, look at that fuck! I wish we could rewind because she fucking popped out from that scene. Ooh, ducking punches. Uh, that's assault again. Just copying, scre- yeah, like. <laughs> Pretty sure a bunch of cops just watched that assault take place. <laughs> They're like, well, you know, she had it coming. And it's New York City. Those those people don't fuck around. You know what? It would have been an interesting turn if they arrested Jenna Ortega for that. And then she was in prison. And then Ghostface keeps kind of like visiting her, like kind of Hannibal Lecter style. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to pick off your whole fucking friend group and you can't do anything about it. Huh. Not exactly plausible because people would no. be like, hey, how did Ghostface get past the cops? But I see what you're. But Ghostface is the cop. He's the FBI guy. Yeah, I guess you're right. I like. I don't know. It'd be... I like where you're going. I like where he heads at. Could have been some workshop in uh, there. 
stab wounds don't matter and neither do uh assaults all right <laughs> assaults dialogue plot this is all hearsay uh could you be a little bit more on the fucking nose what was he watching there I don't know, but he's shouting we're in danger and this guy gets fucking killed. Uh, so you already know something's going to happen. Foreshadowing. Yeah, you're next. You're next. The TV's saying. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely. This is a filler scene. They're like, all right. We- you know what would have been sick? What? If someone got thrown onto the subway tracks. Yeah. Would have been cool. I think that would have been rad. Tied up and eaten by subway rats. Yeah, like a rat king. What's the... You know what a rat king is? Uh, Theo Vaughn? <laughs> yes, that is one definition of a I, rat king. I have heard this theory of rat king, yes. All right, I mean, that was a cool death there. Stabbed in the yeah, cheek. Yeah, it's a cool kill. Inventive, subtle. He's not fucking rapid fire Super Mario Brothers stabbing him. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> enough of this song. What's the biggest rat you've ever seen? Being that you're from New York, I've honestly haven't even seen a lot. I think that's like a myth. I've seen a couple rats here and there. I've definitely seen some like decent sized rats, but not like crazy big. I've never seen. Ra- oh god! Yeah, Can we skip this fucking scene. <laughs> All right, you might have to fill me in on some of the dialogue here. What's a requel? You're beautiful, sweetie. Let's hold the questions to the end. Uh, you're beautiful, sweetie. Stab one took place in Woodsboro. Stab two took place in college. So we think that the killer is trying to copy the movies? That is one possibility. Heroes now in college? Check. Suspicious new characters brought into the round of the suspect list? A body count? Check, check, and check. I don't like this. But it can't just be about stab two. It would make sense. Why not? If this were just a sequel... But we're not in a sequel because nobody just makes sequels anymore. Dun, dun, dun. We run a franchise. Uh, and there are certain rules to a continuing franchise. Rule one. I had a feeling. God. Everything is bigger than last this time. Bigger budget, bigger cast, bigger body count. Tell him, Doug. Longer chases, shootouts, beheadings. you got to top what came before to keep people coming back. Beheadings? Beheadings. <laughs> Rule two. Whatever happened last time, expect the opposite. <laughs> Franchises only survive by subverting expectations. If the killers last time were whiny snowflake film nerds with letterbox accounts instead of personalities, oh, <laughs> you can about bet that. the opposite will be true here. And rule three, no one is safe. Bullshit. Legacy characters, cannon fodder at this point. Usually brought back only to be killed off in some cheap bid for nostalgia. It's not looking too good for Galen Kirby. Oh. Oh, and that's not even the worst part. This is the part where she tells us the worst part. The worst part is franchises are just continuing episodic installments designed to boost an IP, which means main characters are completely expendable now too. Laurie Strode, Nancy Thompson, Ellen Ripley, Sally Hardesty, Jigsaw, Tony Stark, James Bond. I mean, even Luke Skywalker all died so their franchises could live on. That means it's not just the friend group. Any of us could go at any time, Ugh. especially Sam and Tara. Scene. I thought I was done with my sickness, but I feel it coming back. I just <laughs> that dialogue just 
made a cold sweat break out on my back. I'm like, God. <laughs> I think those were douche chills. <clears throat> and not to Every- mention all these fucking rules they just laid out. Like, hey, nobody's safe, including Tara and Sam. Yes, they are safe. They're ra- they're in fucking bubble wrap for this. Every main character that matters, you are safe. Stab wounds don't matter. <laughs> That's why these filmmakers thought they were clever. They laid out these rules and then they kind of went John Wick with it. And then everyone was safe, but everyone was getting mutilated. So it kind of just doesn't make any sense because it takes Scream out of reality. And Scream was kind of a slasher based in reality. Yeah. And like you could clearly tell, like, again, that monologue was not subtle whatsoever. No. We got bashed over the fucking head with a buck knife. Uh, that was the writer's way of saying, <laughs> like, oh, we know people write negative reviews on Letterboxd and they're film nerds and they always have things to say. Let's stick it to them. Yeah. Like, what's ugh. what's with I forgot about the uh the letterbox tape. I have a question. Why do people have a fucking problem with letterbox? I use it to track movies I've seen because anytime somebody asks me, hey, what's a uh, what's what have you seen lately? My mind just always blanks. But now I can go to Letterboxd yeah. and it's like you've never seen a movie before when someone asks you like what your favorite movie is. But I mean, you could argue that like people review movies on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Letterboxd just podcast condenses. I like how it condenses your reviews. It's basically I don't know. I use it for myself. Like how you did. Right. And like, I, I write mini reviews on there just so it could come up in my recent activity. Just because, uh, if you just like log it and you just like give it like however many stars, it doesn't show up. You have to actually like write about it. Yeah. Yeah. And also I like seeing what, um, my friends have seen and, I've found new movies from that. I'm like, oh, they gave this four stars and said it's really good. I've never heard of this. Let me check it out. But hey, fuck us, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the Letterbox fan base. <laughs> Letterbox is fun. Apparently, snowf- snowflakes have Letterbox. First of all, anybody that uses that term, no matter what side you're on, snowflake, fuck off. It's it's hacking yeah, at this point. It's suck it up, Snowflake. <laughs> because I feel like Snowflake is like meant to be like, oh, you care about things, Snowflake. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, meant to be a robot about things and just oh, that also that line <laughs> de- delivery was horrible. What you uh, said? He was like, this mask looks like it belonged to Roman Bridger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! They're showing Stumacher. Is it an Easter egg or are we just banking on nostalgia? Ugh, stay sharp. Stay sharp, pony boy. So Hayden Pantera said uh, <clears throat> when she got, you know, cast for this role again, she was worried like, I don't even know if I can act anymore. And, um,. She wasn't far oh. off from that assessment. <laughs> she proved it in this movie. I mean, there's a few lines she has where it's like, uh, 
you want to take that again or okay <laughs> no we'll keep going okay guess the budget what did the uh, other takes do, look uh, like PG. was she just asleep with her head on the desk I mean, I don't, I never thought she was that great of an actress to begin with. I mean, she's not like Jasmine Savoy Brown. Jasmine Savoy Brown, despite that horrible monologue, again, she's reading what's on the page. In Yellow Jackets, she is fantastic. Ugh. There we go. He just dropped the core four, baby. Core four. Well, now, what were they trying to get at? Were they trying to do like a Goonies thing? Were they trying to. You know, have like, I mean, obviously they want to, I don't know. It just seems like it's pandering. Like, oh, like kind of the scoop troop from Stranger Things. People are going to say the core four all the time if they have four friends. Well, it's not, uh, not four people anymore, huh? Core two? No, it's going to be zero. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that expression. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would they... Why would they play that on the news? It's like a fucking TikTok. Okay, Melissa, look worried, look concerned. Anything? Give us no, anything, nothing? something. Okay. <laughs> All right, this is where they have kind of the everyone has the heart to heart here hmm. at the uh, at the dinner table. See, Jenna Ortega, you could tell the wheels are spinning. Yeah. Um, By the way, yeah. we're 51 minutes in, and I feel like nothing has happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, I never yeah. looked at like the duration of time that like keeps passing, but right. I have the bar <laughs> up. And uh, wow, yeah, just uh, nothing going on. Yeah, I remember when I saw this for the second time in theaters, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's it's hefty. <laughs> it's hefty. hefty, hefty stuff to get through. It's got some heft to it. I'm so glad I'm watching this a uh, fourth time. Oh, dude, a few days ago, I totally forgot to do this, but I meant to order a slide whistle on Amazon. And when she started explaining the rules, I was going to bust it out. I was going to put on a fucking clown nose and pull out the slide whistle. <laughs> you totally <laughs> Time to explain the rules, everybody. Several people are right. dead, but. Let's, let's stop the whole entire movie and just pivot. Let me rant about Letterbox. Well, you know what? At least, Ga at least uh, Gail Weathers has some friends in this movie. <laughs> no? no. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I see what you're doing. Uh, Matthew Perry reference? No. <laughs> R.I.P. <clears throat> uh oh. Better get. All right. Get that ladder. Have to get baby. to the star of the movie. Get that ladder. <laughs> <laughs> the head tilt. Yeah, you got it. Why would you just scream at him? 
Yep, phones aren't invented. He can't just run over there. Screaming, comically screaming through a window. Or maybe, I don't know, call the fucking cops or something. <laughs> oh, I'm going to see um, Godzilla again today. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. You're seeing it again with uh, by yourself or with, uh, with someone? Uh, me and Ashley are going. Oh, I thought you guys went the other night. Just you? No, it was just me. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen her in like ten days, just because. You're about uh, to get that hand job in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to middle school. <laughs> uh, no, I think she's gonna like it. It's an emotional story. Way better than also, this. like, didn't they? Didn't they show that? Quinn's body was like a mannequin or like a dummy and they can't fucking tell. Uh, which one is Quinn again? <laughs> the one that just got thrown out of the room like a rag doll. Oh, the one that turns out to be the killer. Yes. One of them. One of the many. Right in the bread basket. See, like you'd be, you'd be dead. Yeah. You'd be straight up dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. And, and yet she, walk, she walks across a whole fucking ladder. That's right. <laughs> what? We've seen this movie way too many times. <laughs> Not even out of joy. You might have to fill me in on any uh, quippy lines. Oh, yeah, I'll let you know. So far, there's nothing. Yeah, she should be she should be done. Now, who's that guy again? Yeah, who, Was that just some random that guy in bathtub? I, I don't I think it's like when they joked that it was like her gentleman. Car, like she just apparently killed some random guy that has nothing to do with the story, which again, doesn't make sense for the story. They just wanted like a cool scene wait hold on was oh, that like, um, cool. it doesn't make sense. was that tony ravioli oh is it uh tony ravioli hey you remembered his name uh shit maybe then what i said just doesn't even matter show us the ladder about to get hardy boys up in here <laughs> let's go baby someone needs to cut the home depot theme song over this <laughs> Oh, I can gladly do that. <laughs> that. That's a TikTok in the making. Yeah. I live in New York. No one in the city would have a fucking retractable ladder next to their kitchen window. Wouldn't happen. Also, that ladder does not look sturdy. <laughs> They tried to do like a Squid Games thing here and it just didn't work. See, if he was a part of it, it would have been cool if he just fucking dropped her. 
She said, please be more positive. As she's gushing, gushing blood out of her gut and she should be dead. Wait, she said that? She said, please be more positive. Uh... Yeah, unfortunately. No matter how much blood gushes out of your gut, still time to be witty. Always. She's like, oh, please hang on, whatever your name is. (laughs) Just some flavor of the week. You need to go first because of plot armor. (laughs) Take this plot armor. It'll protect you. (laughs) No, that's what saved Jen Ortega at the end. Oh, thank God I was wearing this plot (laughs) armor. Everyone had plot armor on. Come on, Anika, you could do it with your intestines pouring out of your stomach. But Jen Ortega should be wearing like a full fucking suit of armor, like a knight. Yeah, like a <laughs> like a like an eight like little knight. Yeah. This is not metaphorical anymore. This is just straight up plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> they should just like James Bond it and like she should hold onto the ladder and they should let the ladder go. And like, so she like goes to the other side of the building, but she's also like losing so much blood. She'd be out already. She'd be done. Oh yeah. Her guts would be splatting on the concrete below, but she's totally fine. Yeah. Put some gauze on it. (laughs) It'll be cool. (laughs) Funny. Uh Kind of like the way she fell. She was falling in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how she like stretched and her head hit that dumpster. Because she was like a sizable distance away from that dumpster. Hmm. I don't know. Just, you know, nitpicky now. When did she start smoking? When too many people die, she just needs to take a breather. That goes to show you she's turning to the dark side. Don't kiss that cigarette mouth. (laughs) Ready to taste those Marlboros. Hey, what show do you have tonight at work? Oh, just a little bit of Jesse's Girl action. It's uh, completely sold out. Uh, yesterday we had Mashuga and In Flames. I know. Oh uh, shit! How was that? You're into them. Uh, pretty fire. Uh, whole lot. I mean, it was sold out completely. Nice. Uh, is that crowd rough? And yeah. Honestly, ambulance only got called for like one person before we left. Huh. Uh, but when Mashuga was on the the pit was kind of uh, a little weak in my opinion. It was like a pit, a push pit mostly. There wasn't really right. a lot of swinging. It was just a fun time. Well, with a band like Mashuga, it's mostly like I like Mashuga, but it's mostly like a bunch of music nerds. Like, yeah, and they're old. It's, it was like an older-ish crowd, right? Kind of like mid thirties, forties. Can't be pitting anymore. Has that Lorna Shore show happened yet? Uh twenty first. Oh, okay. There's like nine bands on that show. 
Officer Bum on the scene. Look at, that, look at him trying to act, uh, trying to act, period. What are they talking about here, Doug? Oh, uh, he's upset that Quinn got killed. And uh, he's talking about how his whole family is gone. And they got stabbed, blah, blah, blah. He's trying to conjure up some emotion. They took him off the case. Uh, so now they're going to partner up. You fuck with my family. You die. Ugh. Yeah, he's kind of hamming it up there. Very much like John Wick. Uh, speaking of hamming it up, look who showed up. Yeah, also, uh, Courtney Cox yeah. isn't that great either. Thank God she's still signed on for Scream 7. She's probably going to take that paycheck. Maybe they'll center it around Gail somehow. I tried to listen to her on a podcast last year, on a Smartless podcast, and... I've never heard such a dull fucking interview in my life. She seems nice, but she has the personality of a fucking... <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say Hayden Pinter. Of a picket fence? Hayden Pinter. Yeah, the personality of a picket fence. <laughs> <laughs> that has a little more on color. <laughs> People out here street tagging Ghostface? Because it's New York, baby. You know, people be spray tagging everything. I keep a skateboard. Spray careful to tag it. <laughs> but I'm a keep my pants sagging. Hey. hey. <laughs> They're going on tour. Yeah, I saw that. And they were uh, really overselling themselves on the venues they're playing. Playing like pavilions. Well, they tried to, yeah, they, they can't sell. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, just play clubs your size, sell them out. I mean, I don't get it. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe with this uh, this group of these group of bands, they are pretty popular, like Bones and uh, Xavier Wolf and all those dudes, uh, and fucking Corey Feldman. Uh, yeah, I saw that crazy package. Uh, they played MSG last year and they barely they didn't even get close to selling I mean, out. why don't they just okay have that tour plus corn boom there you go family values store bring it yeah. back family values get ice cube uh oof i mean static x still fucking tours get them now this is just nostalgia at its finest like, they're just like, remember? Remember all the good things about this franchise? Here they are in one warehouse. Yeah, this is like, um... Hack City. This is like a literal interpretation of, hey, remember this? It's a fucking museum. This is their way of saying, please love this movie, just because we have all the good things from Scream's past. Yeah. It just doesn't, it's just such a, I just think it's such a unrealistic plot just because he works for the FBI doesn't mean he could get all of these things like stupid wait who does all this shit belong to uh Richie 
Okay, and like that's fucking far fetched. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, he he explains it all in super exposition at the end. Uh, Dermot Mulroney. Killer must have found this place before he found Jason and Greg. Love the love the exposition. Oh my god. And all the scream uniforms is Oh wait, here we go. What's about to happen? Oh, go skeet. Is he gonna go skeet? Team Loomis. <clears throat> Fuck, I forgot about this. Oh, I didn't. I forgot they bring it back. Yeah, in the glass. Oh, Billy. Oh, really? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, what's he saying here? Get our murder on together. Get our murder. Ugh. No, you see, like, that's just not his character, though. Yeah, why is um Billy being celebrated as this, like, anti-hero? I mean, but he's not even an anti-hero. Billy wanted to murder everyone close to Sydney because of their relationship with his like uh mom because it was that whole there there was no indication that he was just some crazy killer. The people he murdered were for a reason. And now mm. he's like, "Let's get ready to slice up some motherfuckers." Like, did you what? There's no connection there. Also, he said, get our murder on again, which is sounds like an Ice Nine Kills lyric. Let's get our murder on. Somebody wrote that. I was like, yeah, that's good. I think I heard that in like a fucking Wednesday 13 song. Here it is, Doug. Hey, what's, Here we go. what's your favorite Nightmare on Elm Street? The original. Original. Like, okay. All right. Touche. Touche. Pretty sure 95% of people say that. Oh, mm. we got a true horror fan on our hands. Respect, respect for loving Corey Feldman. <laughs> okay. God damn it! I wish I had subtitles on. Candyman, the original or requel? Both. Ah, just the ah. Game recognized game. Oh. oh my god. It just again unnecessary. What was that for? Who was that for? Oh, I can't wait for this to be over. Well, we're only like ha- halfway <laughs> in. Well, we're past the halfway mark. And we got a yeah, uh, hour and nine minutes. I just Jenna Ortega actually acts like you could just tell in every scene that like she's too good for this property here. Yeah, I love how and, they're trying to make it sound like scheduling conflicts were the reason. Yeah, no. Yeah. And Jenna Ortega, I feel like, I mean, I've definitely, I, I it's no surprise that I'm a huge fan of Jenna Ortega. I loved Wednesday. I love her and Eck. I love just her as a person. Eck? Watching her in interviews, you could tell she's honest. She's definitely spoken out about like how, you know, sometimes she, you know, she loves to, especially with Wednesday, 
uh, one of the one of the writers were giving her shit because she thought she was they thought she was like, you know, overstepping Uh during uh, some scenes in Wednesday because she was like not directing, but she knows the character. So she wanted to, you know, make some rewrites. And I think she has every power to do so because she is playing that character. It's not always the writer knows what's best. Yeah. I like how she's fighting against that. So I don't think she's a, I think she's an honest enough person. If ever there was an interview, she would be like, yeah, I'm standing with Melissa Barrera. Fuck that. I could have done it, but no. (laughs) Yeah. She doesn't really need this, this franchise at this point. No, she's already, she's already taking on better roles. I feel like, Again, trying to conjure up some emotion here. God. Stiff. You know what this movie needs? Uh, More scenes of people just sitting around talking. (laughs) This movie could have been an hour and a half if they just cut down that. Yeah. Uh, nice Cheetos. Yeah, right placement. now they're doing the what? That's they it. product placement. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone go for Enterprise if you need a rental car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> get get you a fucking Mountain Dew and some Cheetos. <laughs> You're really good at uh pointing out the product placement. So Mountain Dew right in the middle of the fucking frame. Two Cheetos bags. It's almost like they watched Scream 2 and did this play by play. Did he just ask uh, Cuba Gooding if he wanted some Cheetos? He, he handed the bag to him. Uh, yeah, I think so. Here we go. We have this nonchalant, not cop right in the middle of. Uh, hey, speaking of right uh, ripping of off Scream 2, this is literally Scream 2. It's almost like they've seen the movie before. Remember after uh, Jamie Kennedy gets stabbed in Scream 2, there's like some B-boys that walk by playing, I think, Cottonmouth Kings. Wow. It's like, what? Wow. It's like, what? Did I ever tell you that I saw Cottonmouth Kings when I was 14 at this place called the Downtown in Farmingdale? I think you did. And I have a picture of me crowd surfing at the show and on stage with like Pakalika and... Uh, Daddy X and all those guys you really do remember names. <laughs> I was a Cottonmouth Kings fan, unfortunately. I had to have my I had a Cottonmouth Kings shirt that had like weed leaves on it in high school. They uh, the teacher made me like flip it inside out because it was like offensive. Hell yeah. That's right, brother. I was edgy. Legalize it, bro. 420 tube socks. That's what we like. Oh, that's right. We just saw Gail's new boyfriend. Fuck buddy. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't get introduced at all. No, no name, nothing. Uh, what, what, what is she doing? 
did you really think we were going to use a police car and not see, not use the sirens? <laughs> Just, come on. Oh, you can't steal a cop car. Uh, you can't steal a cop car. What are you He's doing? He's reading all the fucking cue cards. The Woodsboro truther. Hmm. Should have had a video of, like Alex Jones rambling about Ghostface. <laughs> you know, and the Carpenter sisters. What bullshit, folks! What the uh, what the elites don't want you to know about Ghostface is that I have the documents. Ghostface is in New York. <laughs> he is going to kill uh, Sam and Tara. Uh, that's just fact. And now we have Joe Rogan coming up as a guest to discuss his theories about COVID riddling New York City among Ghostface. What? Sorry. Courtney Cox is a lizard person, folks. <laughs> we have it on record. It's it's uh I have the documents proving this. You know, you can see the look in her eyes. It's just there. <laughs> she is an iguana. It is fact. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> She blends, she almost blends in with the furniture. She's about to suck a fly out of the air. Like with her tongue. <laughs> her eyes are just going in multiple directions. Woo <laughs> shit. <laughs> Christmas goose. Are there Christmas geese? Never heard that before. Uh I don't know. I I don't know what you're referencing. Oh, he said uh, he carved her. He carved Dewey up like a Christmas goose. Really? Yes. Yeah, not really sure yeah. <laughs> what that is. <laughs> carved him up like a Christmas. Goose. Oh, yep. And this this tall, jacked man gets tossed through a fucking glass bookcase by Quinn, who is a scrawny college chick. Kind of unbelievable. Okay, well, I typed in Christmas goose on Google, <laughs> and apparently people eat geese on Christmas. Really? You're fucking gross. Is that like a like a Israeli special or something? Did they go down to the local park and... I don't know. All right, got a little chase scene here, Doug. <laughs> yep, yep. Would have been cool if... Uh... She got tossed out from the 60th floor. Oh, fuck. We for uh, we forgot to talk about the part where Ghostface just he's still on the phone with Gail and just quickly disposes of her boyfriend, who's like a hulking beast of a fucking man. Oh, I mentioned that you did. Oh, yeah. I must have been looking up Christmas goose. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, she got. Quinn, the scrawny college chick, tossed that jacked man through a glass bookcase. Uh, like, no problem. Just lifted him up right off the ground. Football tackle. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, bulletproof vest, of course. Why wouldn't you be? We need some Creed to really pump up this scene, dude. I, I was I was jamming that song 
on my way home from work. I was like, this song kind of fucking rips. It's a great song. <laughs> we gotta see Creed on tour. Creed and Lit Biscuit. There you go. That's a fucking sellout show. That would be insane. They get 1999 to Infinity Tour. Uh, I love how they keep mentioning Sydney and the writers didn't even want to cough up the money to bring her back. All those muscles didn't help much. <laughs> that chick must be on testosterone <laughs> to lift that dude up. <laughs> because that is just unreal that she would have done that. All right, she shot through the closet twice again. All right, Gail gets stabbed. He's like, die, lizard lady. <laughs> <laughs> I know you shape-shifting types. <laughs> You'll never be in this franchise ever again. Folks, Courtney Cox is a shape-shifter. I have the documents <laughs> to prove it. <laughs> It is FBI official. I stole it from the White House. <laughs> All right, now this is the epic final battle. It's her birthright. <laughs> ah, please, God, don't say that. Oh, what's what's the one liner? Oh. Very, uh, that was very Avengers Infinity War right there with Tony Stark. Still got her fucking hokas on. Yep, running down all 50 steps. Why didn't one of them go for the killer? And this should have been the end of Courtney Cox. This would have been, this should a, have been it. a good-ish send-off. Yeah, I guess. What's he say here? Uh, he didn't get me. Tell Sydney he never got me. Even though you got stabbed twice. So that line, again, doesn't make sense. Rest easy. Go back to your terrarium. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, sweet losers. Oh, I saw. I saw. <laughs> God damn it! The lizard queen rises again. Bring her. Put her back to the exotic pet station and pet go. Sorry, I lost. It's that. like Ringo. <laughs> she shapeshifted into Johnny Depp. She is Rango. <laughs> Good night, sweet lizard. <laughs> Go back to your terrarium. <laughs> You've had a good run. The desert will miss you. Oh. Also, his wide eye acting isn't really great either. <laughs> what did I miss? He hit the fucking meth pipe before he's <laughs> before he started rolling. He's like, what happened? 
He's a lizard person too. We saw it. We have documentation. <laughs> There's multiple lizards. <clears throat> hey. He wants to punish me. Only me. Yeah, that would be great if she got tortured. <laughs> oh, shit. We need Art the Clown to save this franchise. Remember when this movie came out? The amount of people that were... And still... And hey, if you feel this way, whatever. The amount of people that were saying... Best since the original, dude. Best sequel. I. This nope. is the bottom of the franchise for me. Yeah. This is the last one for me, I believe. I put Scream 3 I, above this. Scream 3 is my number two. That's a little controversial, but. Scream 2 is honestly at my. Like, it's towards the bottom. I don't know, man. I rewatched Scream 2 shortly after seeing this shit for like the second time. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so much better than scream six. I, it's actually original and it continues the same story. I feel like once you deviate like scream five and scream six deviated so much from the, from what made like Ghostface believable. It just ended with scream five. There's your boy. Dermot. Shut up. All right. Oh, Easter eggs, ready or not. We got Halloween all in the mouth of madness. All of, we know horror movies. They're trying to tell us we're horror fans, guys. We're not phonies. All aboard the trick or treat express. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of stuff, you know. That that's what makes a good movie. Familiarity. Yeah, it's like the directors were saying, like, guys, we swear we we love horror movies. We know what we're talking about. This okay. So hold on, take note. They took one subway. Uh huh. So Mindy, go, go and, ahead, uh, New York King. Whatever. Tell them. Yep, I'm 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 dropping it down, dropping down some subway knowledge. All right, so now this guy, whatever the fuck his name is, and Mindy, they missed the train that the usual people were on. Yeah. He's breathing. He's like, shit, what are we going to do? Uh-huh. Okay. Let's just leave it there for a second. All right. See, I... Right, I Bob uh, my one and only New York train experience was when I went to your house after a long long day of travel and boy i was not too happy yeah that was yeah the long island railroad you did miss your train by like a minute by literally a fucking minute and then i had to like wait at the platform and uh dodge the very sketchy people that were trying to ask me for money <laughs> i could just yeah, there's a, you know how like you can sense them coming you're just like looking at your phone out of your periphery you just you're like, yep, here it comes. Peripheral? I'm like, all right, let me turn around, walk over here. 
Yeah, they, at Jamaica Station, there's plenty of them. There's a lot of people that just ask for money, but you usually just say, like, nah. If they have an animal, I'll, I'll give them money. Oh, I got the Rosemary's Baby uh, chick on there. It's the first time I recognized that. Whole bunch of ghost face. You never know. Who is he? Who is she? Which one is it? All right, so now Mindy and whatever his name is Ch- are on a new train. Chuckle fuck. Yeah. They're on a new subway. The original Hey, it's one. Michael Myers and Jason. Hey. hey, and then we got the us people. Hey, I, Finally, I, I, Jordan Peele. Hey, uh, okay. Wow. I Pinhead, horror movies. <laughs> Can you feel it? Yeah. Can you feel the love for horror? You know, that that makes up for everything else that's wrong with this movie, Doug. Because these people know horror, baby. This is what I want. They could really craft a dreadful scene. You on the next train? Okay, so now oh, the Shining Twins. They're on a new train. Everybody just happens to be dressed as a horror villain. So Ghostface was originally supposed to be on the original train. There is no way that he they would have known they would miss the train and Ghostface would be on the next train. No fucking way. That would not happen. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was uh, Ghostface improvising or something. Uh, that's called I don't live in New York City and don't know how trains work. Does this happen quite often? Like the whole blackout thing? Uh, yeah. Really? It does tend to happen. I mean, sometimes the lights flicker on and off. It is that packed on the subways. All right, we have big ghost face coming through. (sighs) Hey, Lincoln Center. Also, people are very aware of their surroundings, you know? Yeah. They would have recognized that she got shanked. I like the part. Everyone's Everyone is always eyeing each other up. I like the part after she gets stabbed, she... What'd she say? Fuck this franchise. And I agree. <laughs> Smartest thing that they they've written in this movie. But again, yeah, something witty is what you'd say after getting, you know, stabbed in the gut. Boy, they are dragging this out. Holy shit. And really creating a uh, soul atmosphere here. And he's going to be closer. Just wait. Okay, they don't say dark this long, do they? Uh, not really. This is like 10 full seconds of darkness. Get on with it, shit. (laughs) Where was he hiding? 
Like she would have definitely like so like all right, there's no way that people wouldn't have noticed her getting shanked. Like especially with him smashing her head against the door. Yeah, in a super busy subway like that, people would know. It's a social commentary, Doug. You know, people are just so absorbed in their their cell phones. Yeah, they're so selfish and don't realize other people's pain. So he went through all that just to stab her in the gut one time. Oh, can't kill her. But he wasn't Ghostface. It was someone, it was the chick. She about to say it. God damn it, I got it wrong again. Oh. I thought you were the killer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> love horrible. Love it. Love it. Horrible, horrible. All right. Making our way to the final showdown. Making our way downtown. Walking, Walking fast. fast. Faces pass and I'm homebound. I think they should bring the white chicks into this franchise. And I miss you. And I miss you. If I could stab and then you die. I think that's like the end of this guy, right? I wonder if uh, he comes back at the end with the cops. Oh, that's right. He's like, I just couldn't stand to not do anything. This is just like a horrible way to go about trapping goats. Like the shit just wouldn't work. It's a little convoluted. It's just so like fantastical. What? I said it's a little convoluted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jenna Ortega's like, can we please wrap this up so I can get paid and get the fuck out of here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let me actually act here. She's like, look, I got a Neutrogena commercial to do. <laughs> I got fucking Beetlejuice too. It pays better than this. Wednesday. Curious to see what she, she does in Beetlejuice 2. I'm actually really stoked for that. I mean, optimistic, yes, um, but I'm very excited. Yeah. When does that come hey, out? Hey, go skeet. Um, I believe October of next year. Oh, okay. Dude, the, the, some time. the tail end of 2024, there's going to be some bangers. I'm excited. I'm excited. Unless Maxine comes out uh, sooner than that. I was just thinking about that the other night. Like, that's got to be coming out, like, I would guess, like, springtime or something. Yeah, there's no date for it. Uh, Hopefully, I mean, there's a lot of movie news coming out with the the strike and it uh, being kind of over. So we'll see. Uh, 
I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Poor Things. Yeah. With Emma Stone and Willem Dafoe, and that looks really fucking good. Might pop into the city for that. We are in the final act, baby. This is the stretch. The last stretch. Now Officer Bum is trying to frame Kirby. (laughs) Officer Bum. But like, why would you just believe that? (laughs) Like, they don't even have an inkling of who it is, like, at all. There's been no, like, telltale signs to them. Like, they're just not guessing at all. Should have just been showing scary movie. <laughs> I wish we were watching scary He's movie. He's black and he'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he'll kick your ass. <laughs> this is so classic. Where's the foot? <laughs> <laughs> I found a shoe. Where's the foot? <laughs> I guess report card just says dumbass. <laughs> At least he got one A, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, you, you mean Bobby's got a little baby dick too? <laughs> that dude's going to be at Fear Fest. Yeah, we got to, we should have him sign a shoe. <laughs> yeah. You ever see that movie Little Man? Mm, oh, no. With uh... Marlon Wayne's plays like a baby? No. It's not good. He's also in that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. First stab for Jenna. Oh, here we go. Yeah, okay. So Jenna Ortega just got stabbed in the back. Yep, right in the fucking spine. All right. Cuba Gooding Jr. Jr. is trying to take Ghostface out. Yeah, is she though? What? Oh, is she the killer? I, that would have been better. I would have taken it better than what we've got. That was like a Spider-Man jump. Zoinks. Beheadings. Zoinks. <laughs> Get out of here, Scoop. I can't find my glasses. <laughs> I can't find my script. Oh, wait, there is not. Where's the foot? <laughs> Beheadings. I like this chase scene. At least I like the structure of it. Just maybe the old movie theater setting is cool. Yeah, now we're going to see. What is this fucking guy's name? Oh, okay. One stab. All right, let's let's count how many stabs it takes. Two, three. One, two, three, four, five, eight. six, seven, eight, uh, more. nine, ten, <laughs> eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, it, fifteen. At least sixteen stab wounds. It, it's it's double digits. Oh, and they do the fucking knife swipe at the same time, synchronized. Like, ah, oh, just fucking why? Makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, God, I hate when, if I that hate was when killers, when, whenever the killer reveal happens, they're like, uh oh. You know. Bad idea. Too goofy. Like, fuck off. Yeah, everyone's doing their best Matthew Lillard impression. Hey, Doug, are you hungry? I am. Are hungry. you hungry for some ham? Thanksgiving is kind of over, but I could always use some more. They're about to ham it the fuck up. Every single one. Once they take these masks off, it's no. Oh, god damn it! Where's my slide whistle? (laughs) You needed it. It's the killer reveal. It's time to act wacky. (laughs) Or some fucking confetti. Just watch Matthew Lillard and really study his movements. Make it as unoriginal as possible. tricked you all right doug i'm gonna have to ask you to fill me in on any great bits of dialogue i'm gonna miss here okay i know this is yeah of course me <laughs> yeah of course oh god and he's really revealing himself it's that guy and <laughs> whatever his name is if you thought he was forgettable, wait until you find out who the <laughs> other killer is. It's her. Fuck, it felt good to kill him. Nancy Loomis. Yeah, whatever, Abercrombie and Fitch. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this guy. Oh, look at that fucking hack laugh. Yeah. Dad? Dad? <laughs> <gasps> no, no. Why would it be Mindy? Uh, uh. Hey, Rumi. Stab Gale Weathers. How, bro? <laughs> Switch her body out with a fresh one. Little fake blood, a prosthetic. They didn't realize it was a fucking human being. And now we're going to spend the next 10 minutes explaining in great detail our devious plot (laughs) when we could just kill you. (laughs) You need to know everything about what we've done and how we've did it. So my biggest problem with this movie, okay, the all the shit with the museum, okay, fine, but it kind of gave you the sense that it was building up to something big, you know, it, it was yeah. tying all the previous movies together. If the payoff yeah. was something, like, other than this shit, I could maybe forgive some of this movie. But to be, oh, they're related to Richie. That's why they did it. Who gives a shit about Richie? Again, they were copying bit by bit Scream 2. Yeah. That they were related to the person who got killed. That's it. That was the blueprint. So they could have done something big. It could have been Sydney. Her ending everything once and for all and just killing everybody. Yeah, but they don't have the guts to kill major characters or no uh, 
take any hard twists and turns. Instead, we get. I'll tell you why, Phil. Chuckle fuck. I'll tell you why. Hacks. <laughs> hacks and these movies are safe. Yep. They are completely safe. They don't try to subvert. <clears throat> they don't try to do anything edgy. They're playing scream bingo. It's they're like liter- literally. They're like, hey, uh, we, okay, guys, we got to make sure we put all these elements from the scream franchise in here to appease the fans. We got to be, but keep it nice and safe. Don't get too crazy. The monologue. It's like they watched the, the original scream movies and they took away the wrong things from it. Yeah. Why are they still talking? (laughs) They've been talking for like 15 minutes. All right, there's another stab wound. Yep, just getting slapped. And she's not even feeling it. Dermot Maroney's orchestrating everybody like he's Dr. Evil or something. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) I love you. There's the kid, but like, it doesn't, they're such hypocrites. They're calling her a killer when they're the killers. More talking, more talking. Holy shit. This is dumb. (laughs) Every killer has to have a monologue. This is going to be a random comparison. Have you ever seen Taken? Uh, yes, it's been a very long time, but I don't remember okay, much of it. So I think the best thing that Taken did was that they flipped the action genre on its head. I think that's why that movie needs to be talked about. It still stands the test of time because. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, oh, there we go. Where'd you go? Hang on. My webcam just. Oh, we're back. Hey, there we go. All right. And you were using your regular uh, camera. Yeah, hang on. I'm going to fix it, but go ahead. Uh, Like at the end, when he gets to like that, the main person who's like doing the sex trafficking. Yeah. He starts to say like an evil person speech and Liam Neeson just caps him. He's Uh, like, no, you're not getting a monologue. Fuck you. (laughs) I'm going to fucking kill you. That's how these movies should be. But here we go. Still Dermot Maroney's on stage now. Literally 15 minutes of bullshit. Jen Ortega's like, how much longer do I have to keep acting in this shit? Why do they want her to put on the mask? Look at his fucking face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's trying so hard to be menacing. He's just like, I think I might see what you're talking about now, Doug. Somebody should just start playing the Benny Hill theme music. This is <laughs> recognize this. Oh, she should have said suck brick kid. Fuck <laughs> <like a> brick! <laughs> hey, she's a brick. Home Alone Two. House. Brick James over here. I might watch Home Alone Two tonight. 
That's a good pick. Daniel Sturd. Sock brick, kid. <laughs> I, I This might be an unpopular opinion, but I do enjoy Home Alone 2 more than Home Alone 1. Yeah, we've talked about this, but... I was going to say, I feel like we have. Yeah. I mean, I like both, but... Oh, absolutely. I even like Home Alone 3. We also talked about... That menacing fucking laugh. Like that fake hack laugh. Okay, Jenna Ortega got stabbed in the spine. There's no way she should be walking, running, standing. Oh. Did you hear what he said? No. I always wanted to stick something in you, Tara. Oh, what? Bro, she got bricked in the face. There's no way she will be standing. Trying to be all spooky, dragging her knife across the metal. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, she's not. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, a, co- a little college girl like that is not menacing. This isn't Nightmare on Elm Street. What are you doing? This is literally like James. Uh, all Martin. right. Stabbed <laughs> deeply in the gut. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. They got stabbed right in the throat. I mean, that was a cool kill, but like it wasn't earned in, in my opinion. And also, doesn't he come back to life again? He does. Yeah. She's like, thank God. And again, Jenna Ortega. The movie's over. Solid line delivery. Looks like you're down another fucking brother. My God, how many killers are there? This just keeps going. What is this 300 like? <laughs> this is for Sparta type of shit. <laughs> They're running at each other. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Also, aren't they in a completely different room now? Uh, No, they just fell off the balcony, I think. Oh, and okay. Yeah. I thought that was in like the lobby. Couldn't tell you. So I guess he got knocked out for a little bit. And instead of just killing him, she's like, ooh, let me go put on this costume and call him and do this whole. I mean, they are in a movie theater. They're going for theatrics. This is Scream the play. (laughs) Scream 6, Electric Boogaloo. Please turn up the volume for this. Bro, he shot at heads that he can see that are not humans. I see you put on your true face. Oh, God. Your birthright. Shut. What? No, you're shooting at mannequins, bro. You can see that they're not you. Murders in your blood. 
Yeah, yeah you're right, Doug. He is hamming it up. <laughs> Quit fucking around and show yourself. <laughs> you can't act. Ah, why do you do that? I'm so mad. <laughs> no! These big motions, like, what are you doing? Yeah, what's up with this ultra fast stabbing shit? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's going on? Finish him. <laughs> Doesn't she say something like that? After you literally just stabbed him 90 times. Yeah. <laughs> he said, thank you. He said, thank you. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, twice, actually. Oh, thank you for not killing me? Oh. Really good aim. <laughs> Is it over? Wait, remember remember this song from the original Scream? They're going to play it again. Oh, I sure again. do. <clears throat> ah, kind of ironic that the movie ends with Richie's ending of the movie. Wow, really? Really good timing. Remember, not another teen movie, the slow clap guys. <laughs> 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 not now. When he's just shredded. <laughs> He has, like, no teeth. Oh, man, this has been a journey, Doug. Really has, and somehow Jenna Ortega is still walking. Yeah, mind you, she was full knife up her fucking sternum. Or like and right spine. under a rib cage and stabbed yep, in the no back. No one even looks exasperated. Yeah, they're like, this is fun. <laughs> they're barely even sweating. <laughs> it was like an amusement park. Oh, wait, doesn't she say, yeah, I saw that in a movie once. <laughs> wait for it. Oh. Man's got stabbed in the throat. And the crowd goes mild. Mild. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. That might be the worst offense in this movie. What? Stabbed in the throat? They did it in Scream 5 where Amber got lit on fire and came back to life. They did it again! Hey, you, got, this movie. you gotta have your ooga booga moment. <laughs> <laughs> ooga booga booga! <laughs> <laughs> Big scary monster, I got stabbed in the throat! I'm still alive somehow! 
All right, so they got. Then we have everyone's big hero moment. They got Jin Ortega in a fucking arm bandaged. (laughs) They're like, "Hey, do you want to address that uh, deep knife wound to the (laughs) stomach or her back?" (laughs) You should be wearing a heating pad. Like, nah, it doesn't matter. Uh, That's called plot armor, baby. Um, and the big reveal. Oh, big reveal that. Yep, your man survived 16 stab wounds. Julius Caesar fucking sur- survived 100 stab wounds. Me too, Brute. <laughs> Core four. Core fucking four. Let me take your oxygen mask off to make out with you. Breathing doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Could have gave him a nice kiss. She's running full speed after she got shanked in the gut. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is Scream 6 John Wick. I'm telling you. Yep, she's still doing social commentating, twist on a twist, blah, blah, blah. Can't feel anything below my shoulders. That's what she said. It's supposed to be funny, but it's not even realistic. (laughs) Okay. End of my life is over. Oh my god. And then the big pop anthem to bring it all together. What song is this? I don't fucking know. It said Still Alive by who knows? Kelly Clarkson. All right. What's all about, baby? <laughs> Wow, all right. So your third time watching it. I guess. My fourth time watching it. That is the end of Scream 6 and possibly the end of the Scream franchise altogether. I guess Jen Ortega is just going to go home and put, slap some Neosporin on that fucking <laughs> gaping stab wound. Yeah, bums. Directed bums. by a bunch of spineless fucking bums. bums. Pun intended, spineless. <laughs> Wow, that was uh you know what? I never want to watch that movie again. I've watched it I am never, four times too many. Dude, I am never ever watching it again. Uh any feelings that have changed watching it again? I mean it's hard to like it it's different if we're watching it and talking about it and we're having fun here, folks. We're we're just shitting on the movie. <laughs> But it's hard to really take it in as as opposed to me like just laying on the couch watching yeah. this out of pleasure or endurance. Which we've done already. Yeah. We've watched it and gave our full attention to this movie more than once. But no, to answer your question, it's just no. I I fucking hate this movie. It gets worse on rewatch. I uh I really wish and uh we're going to be doing a fun episode about kind of the state of horror movies in general yeah. uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, but I do want to preface this with, I, I wish that they would give people a chance. I, I wish horror would make a comeback to like the forefront rather than it always being a goofy horror comedy. Yeah. You don't 
always have to have the, the, you know, I feel like if you're making a horror movie, obviously you need to inject some comedy into it, but like natural comedy, everything just feels so forced with these horror comedies in general. Yeah. Yeah. We got some, Uh, some things to say about that. And, uh, but bringing it back to just this movie, I yeah it it just does not work for me at all. It, it just feels so fucking void of anything. I, yeah, I, don't know. I it, man, I agree with you, and it, it really, it's really kind of a bummer that these bigger franchises are just diminishing by quality. Every every chance that they have a, vi- a new a, someone with a new vision, and I just think that they're picking the wrong people uh, for for these uh, for these big roles in the writing chair and the director's chair. I don't think that these people have an eye for the necessary drama you need mm-hmm. for a horror movie, or even like a biting sense of humor. Like even the sense of the the humor in these movies just aren't anything great or anything to write home about. Uh, and there's a lot of people out there that I think uh, deserve a bigger shot. Um, I'm just going to throw it out there. I think while bodies, 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 I, I really enjoyed it, but the best thing that I liked about that movie is the direction. I think that woman who directed it mm-hmm. has a real nice style that I think, again, I don't even want to see these big franchises on the big screen again, but I think if you give her the screen franchise, I think it has, I think it could be something interesting. I would agree with that. Instead of these spineless fucking cowards that are like, okay, how can we appease everybody and not take any big risk and pretend that we killed people, but not really. It's like, yeah, I I'm done with seeing straight white men write for teenagers, (laughs) women, girls and guys enough or whatever. Enough. This is it. I've had it. <laughs> get them. Get them out. We are straight white men, but get them out. Their ideas are tired. The well is run dry. Oh, Give some people shit. a fucking chance. Emerald Fennell, who did Saltburn, she wants to direct a uh, erotic Jurassic Park movie. I'm all for that. Now that is new and fresh. All right. Erotic Jurassic Park. Okay. But uh, if we're going back to Scream 6, it's just, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think the worst of the franchise, uh, it does everything wrong about, you know, what makes Scream great. Uh, I just think that this franchise has run dry. Yeah. Well, whatever they do next, I think they should um, not be in a rush to do it. Just. Yeah. I don't know. I I wouldn't want to be the one writing the next Scream movie. I think it's okay to say, hey, let's just not make the fucking movie. How about that? That would be a really good option, or at least, like, you know, have an interesting story. I I think that these movies... Or just start fresh. Like, you either... I mean, start completely over. No Sydney, no nothing, no Woodsboro, just... I, I don't know. That That's be, an option. I don't, I'm not saying it's the correct yeah. one, but. Well, the thing is, like, like if you're going to start fresh, like they keep doing these, 
half-assed remake requel sequel things and like it's just not working the social commentary is so on the nose and again not layered that like okay like we get it now make a good movie there's no good movie attached to the ideas that they have yeah at least in my opinion uh yeah that's all i well i think that's all I say about I think that's all we gotta say about it. Um, well, if you're still listening, thanks for sticking with us. <clears throat> I know that was a. Uh, I mean, hey, maybe you like the movie and you're like, you fucking assholes, I hate you. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we still love you. Absolutely, we love a good debate. Come in our DMs if you want to yell at us. If you want to talk some shit about Scream Six, about your opinions. We're open. I, I love talking about movies and having differing opinions with people. I think those conversations are great. And I would gladly shit talk this movie all day. Yeah. We had some positive things to say about it. Not much, but yeah, some too. Some. Yeah. Um. All right, Doug. Well, I know you got to get off to work, sir. I don't want to make you late. That's right. Maybe got to make my sunflower butter sandwich and uh, head off. All right, man. Well, uh, and you're going to see Godzilla for a second time. Fuck. Yeah, I am. Uh, now that's, now that's a fucking movie right there. Five out of five. You got, you know what you guys should see Saltburn. I'm sure that's playing at the Alamo. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I want to see. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We got, we got some more shit coming. We got those spookies coming up. We got some we got yeah. some other ideas. We're gonna try to get this shit back on track. Um was really thrown off from almost dying. Or not almost dying, but I was very sick for a long time. Um but anyways, Doug, I love you, my friend. Love you, baby. All right. We love will, y'all. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. We will catch you on the next one. <laughs>